0: Blog Talk Radio. <laughs>
1: I am your host, Marla Martinson, and I'm so happy to have you here today. Welcome, spring. It's the first day of spring, and what do we talk about with spring? Love, 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 love. So today I have a very special show for you today and a very special guest. But first, I came across a a story on the Internet um, that was pretty funny um, about Singles Day in China. Uh, You know, in America, we know that uh, people love to shop, and sometimes as a matchmaker, I'll hear from some of the guys that, gosh, you know, my date wanted me to buy her an expensive handbag, or some even said that she asked me if I could pay her rent. So, of course, we're completely mortified as, as matchmakers, and we seem to be such shopaholics here. But there's something in China uh, called Singles Day, and it began in 1993 as an informal Chinese celebration for people not in a relationship. And since then, since it started, it's become this massive shopping festival, which is a chance to flaunt love and a source of outrageous news stories. So it's it's um, uh, <laughs> it's held annually um, on November. Eleventh, uh, And it's actually caused people to act really desperately, irresponsible, and dangerously. And here is a story that I came across that I thought, well, pretty dangerous in shopping rush. A woman severely injured her husband's penis ahead of Singles Day in Chongqing last year after she ended their lovemaking a little too quickly in order to start shopping online. Afraid of missing the sales, she had set an alarm for midnight but was romantically engaged when it rang, reported Chongqing Morning News. In her haste, she dismounted too quickly, rupturing the man's penis. In the morning, the man's genitals were swollen and purple, so they rushed to the hospital where surgeons were fortunately able to repair the damage. Ladies, shopping can be dangerous. Men, be careful. So today I have my business partner, Fredly, and Tosh, with me, and we are going to talk about why you might want to hire a matchmaker. So let's bring Fredly on the line. Fredly, are you here? I sure
0: am. Hi, everybody. Hey. So, uh, what did you think
1: of that story, Fredly? Uh, uh, Marriage can be dangerous.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, it's amazing uh, the story. That was an amazing story. Wow. Mm. So, so even when you do
1: find that that one, you know, perfect soulmate, uh, you got to be careful. So, so, Fredly, uh, Fredly, and I have been working together for years and years. Fredly, tell everybody a little bit about your matchmaking journey and how long you've been in the business.
0: Well, I've been in matchmaking for over twenty years now. And um, so I kind of have heard a lot of things. And um, Marla and I have known each other for over 17 years now in the matchmaking industry. So, um, yeah, it's extraordinary the stories that we hear.
1: (laughs) But over the years, we've gotten so many people into relationships and marriages and yeah. babies being yeah. born, and it's it's so mm-hmm. rewarding. Um, and, you know, yeah. remember, Fredley when we got into the business, like I got into the business around 2002, 2003, and it was still like people didn't quite know what it was, and they'd say, mm-hmm. and uh, they'd they think it was only for losers, like being online or hiring a matchmaker. And I remember one woman, when I met her, I don't know if I was at a party or whatever, she says, what do you do? And I said, I'm a matchmaker. And she looked at me and says, Oh, you mean you work in a factory and make matches? And uh, so, (laughs) (laughs) so, so she had no idea. And then some people would tell me, Well, only losers would do that, and then some people would – that was when Heidi Fleiss was in the news, and they'd say, oh, so you're like Heidi Fleiss. And so they really – you know, Mm. it kind of had a stigma to it. They didn't know what it was. But then as we got the reality shows and Patty Sanger came on the scene with the Millionaire Matchmaker and uh, the years rolled on, it started getting so mainstream, and now it's hard to find someone who hasn't used a matchmaker.
0: Yeah. Right. I think that, you know, the busier our our lives get and we work with, you know, busy professional executive men that are, you know, they're building their empires and, you know, they're working hard or they're building their practices. They're flying here, they're flying there. We can come in and do all the kind of legwork for them so they don't have to. And, um, It is. I mean, it's just one more thing people outsource. I mean, most of these guys that we work with, they pay a personal trainer. You know, they pay someone to clean their place. They pay pay a CPA. They they pay for these Mm -hmm. things. So why wouldn't they pay someone to do probably the most important thing for them? Exactly.
1: You wouldn't think that you'd, that would be uh, like a service that you'd outsource, but it has become one that has saved so much time, so much energy, so mm-hmm. much frustration. Uh, because when you are busy, and now we're all in our cars or we're online, and we really don't get that personal interaction like we in a community
0: like we used to. So, mm-hmm. and so the truth important. is, even if they do, you know, even if they go online or they do Tinder. The truth is, what is the chance that they're going to find a girl who fits all their parameters? For example, you know, does she have kids in the picture and they don't want, you know, they want grown kids or they want someone who wants to Mm -hmm. have children? What's the chance that they don't have a psycho ex? You know, what's the chance that she Mm -hmm. has the personality that they're looking for? Um, You know, what's the chance that they have the same religious and political beliefs? I mean, there's so much that goes in making a good match. If you have someone checking all those boxes for you, at least when you meet the person, you know, what if you have fantastic chemistry, but, you know, you find out that she has three dogs and you, you have allergies to dogs.
1: You know, you just well, speaking of time. dogs, we have
0: a new we have a new client
1: now who said this is the first time I've heard this one who said, I don't want a woman. who I don't want to meet women who sleep with their dogs, who have the dogs in the bed. <laughs> and sure. so, you know, it's like, oh, no, because, you know, as a dog, you know, freddie and I both have little dogs. And, you know, that yeah. you know, and my husband, my husband won't let our dog in the bed because he does have allergies. But like I'm up in Seattle right now, staying at my mom's and you can be sure that Macy's sleeping, peddled up right with me in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to so I had to ask you know, uh, screen the women and say, "Listen, you know, if you do have a dog, do you, does it sleep in the bed?" Because, but and then one woman said, "Well, that's an odd uh, pet peeve." And I said, "You know what? But some guys have allergies." Then I asked the gentleman why. I said, "Now, did you have some issues in the past with the dog getting more cuddles and attention than you?" And he laughed and he says, "Well, yeah." And then also these little dogs just, you know, rushing up to you in the bed, licking your face. You know, so sometimes guys aren't aren't, aren't into that. So that that just shows shows the kind of detail that we can put into the matchmaking for you guys uh, that we can. But then, Fredly, so we, we get, mm-hmm. uh, let's talk about this. We get real specific for the guys, but when they get too specific, we're not, ma- we're not magicians. We're matchmakers. So yep. give us some examples of things that you might not want to put us on the spot for or expect us to whip up with our magic wand.
0: Well, yes, we're not the unicorn hunters, although we always tease about that, (laughs) that we have no unicorns in our database. Um, We just had a gentleman last month who sounded like an ideal client because he was a plastic surgeon. He had an office on Park Avenue in New York, 50 years old, never been married, tall, you know, sounded absolutely ideal. But then when we got down to it, he wanted a Jewish woman who was over 5'7". Most Jewish women tend to be shorter, and, and it's not a, you know, uh, you know, not all of them, but a lot of them are shorter, and he wanted her to look like a model, but yet he wanted her to have a high-powered job and highly educated, and we were trying to explain And I think to under uns, 35, yeah. I mean, the age range was real yeah. narrow too, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. definitely, I mean, it just it just became that the restrictions were so much, Normally, we can find anything, and even with him, we could have found that, but then it <clears throat> makes it price prohibitive. Um, we, right. we need then, to make it in about reality. Land.
1: So, think of so. yeah. And he had that big impossible list for us to find this unicorn, and then we had said to him, Well, you've been living in New York all these years, you're a handsome, eligible bachelor. Have you been able to find it? Uh, no, he <laughs> right. had, couldn't find it, and and another matchmaker he worked with couldn't either. So, what, how could he? expect us to to do it so yeah if mm-hmm. you have yeah. limited or some guys will want a certain you know huge uh, chest size or a certain eye color so you want it's to a, it's a co-creation right friendly it's, it's uh, yeah. if you're putting it all if you're putting it all on the matchmaker and then tend to blame the matchmaker when you can't get exactly physically uh, what you're looking for stats or whatever mm-hmm. you know that's not fair it's a co-creation So, what are some of the what are some of the things that guys can do that to
0: co-create with us to help us out? Well, the way I look at it, if we can't get the job done, I feel that pretty much no matchmaker in the country can get the the job done. And the reason why I say that is at this point, Marla. After we've been working together so many years, we've built up our database of women so big that we definitely have the largest database of gorgeous women in the entire country. Nobody compares with our database. And that's also Mm -hmm. we work work with guys in Mexico and Canada and throughout the country. And so, I mean, if anybody can find that needle in a haystack, we can. Um, if if it's within you know if it's a possibility if it's not a unicorn we can find it because we have such a large database but yes I mean part of what you're paying us for is our uh, expertise especially Marla's in finding that you know being finding that right match and taking other things into consideration other than just looks although we do start with looks it's only One percent of what we do, but it is the first percent of what we do because men are visual. So we start there, and then we go into the important stuff, which is ninety-nine percent personality match. But that that happens after we find some girls that you find attractive.
1: Right. And if if you're a woman listening to this um, and and some of the women will say, well, that's not fair. What do the guys want? Just an arm piece, just, you know, the looks. And and unfortunately, that's uh, how the men's chemistry is. They they have to like what they see, whether it's short, tall, curvy, skinny, blonde, brunette, Mm -hmm. whatever. They have their kind of type. And that's then we go from there. That's just the way men are hardwired, whereas women will be a little more flexible if the guy is funny, successful, loyal,
0: you know, mm-hmm. uh, all of that. And, and so, and, and honestly, yeah, if, if the girls, if you think of it this way as it's just biology, meaning men are um, visual. The reason why they're visual is that they have been the hunters, you know, in history, they were the hunters. They had to have visual acuity, you know, on the plains to hunt, you know, the big game where women, we were the gatherers. We were the ones that, you know, we didn't have to have much visual acuity, maybe like three to four feet, not, not too far. So you can't, you know, blame men for being visual. It's just the way that they are. So, you know, we go along with that part. But then Marla really tries to educate them as they, you know, are in the database to the more important things of, you know, making a great match.
1: Yes, absolutely. And some of the, you know, Mm -hmm. reasons why you might want to hire a matchmaker, guys, is, you know, Fred Lee mentioned it saves a lot of time, but also Mm -hmm. we do screen out. We do screen, you know, if you're not looking for a gold digger, we screen are they sweet, are they down-to-earth location. We can... um, Uh, match you we have girls all over the country so we can match you and find you a great gal maybe import one from the midwest a lot of the guys say find me a nice southern girl find me a nice midwestern girl because they tend to be more down to earth uh than the girls Mm -hmm. in la but uh you know people can get kind of affected uh in los angeles and you know um, so i noticed that but now friendly let's talk about uh sometimes people will go online and they will google and they'll see a, a bad review uh, I can mm-hmm. tell you now when you work with the public uh, people love to write bad reviews <laughs> don't they if they're not right. happy about right. something and I know matchmakers I don't know one matchmaker who doesn't have somebody who's put a bad review so don't let that deter you and Fresley's going to tell you why but but um, when you're working with with human beings, uh, it's different than when you order a, a couch or you get, you know, a piece of jewelry. You have that. You have what you ordered. But when you're working with personalities mm-hmm. and all of that, you know, it's, you might not. And if your list is too difficult, if you're looking for that unicorn, you might not get in a relationship. So um, talk a little bit about mm-hmm. those reviews and why they might not want to take them so seriously. Well,
0: I will tell you that one of the only reviews that we have online that's negative is one that was a gentleman that we both loved. We thought, wow, Northwest guy, really down to earth, you know, fun, humble. You know, we really, really liked him. Here's the part that we didn't know. We didn't know that at night he would drink, like, a lot. I Mm -hmm. would say probably, you know, alcoholic. And then... You know, then he would get grumpy, and he wrote, you know, a bad review. And if you if you read yeah. it, you can kind of tell. It, you know, he, he he actually wrote two, and the second one was like almost like he seemed like he was slurring. And but but you know, do we know that up front? It's very hard to tell if someone has a drinking issue. You know, so right, right, yeah. So Otherwise, yeah,
1: and and right I know. He was a great guy, and so you might see yeah. something like that. And and I, I know some other matchmakers mm-hmm. in the business who are our colleagues who are also excellent, uh, ethical, and then they'll have mm-hmm. some people who, who are disgruntled. and But it's really their own, a lot of it's their own issues because I will say, we, you know, to stay in business as long as we have in the industry, you really have to have high standards and ethics, and, and all of our uh, clients come to us. By referral so just keep that in mind mm-hmm. when you're looking because what let's give them some some tips on when they're looking for a matchmaker uh what do they want to ask what do they want to find out before they make their decision
0: on who to go with well for me i think it's really important that you actually get to see who you're going to be meeting because any company can say oh yeah these are examples of of girls that we have in our database and but you know, the truth is, if if it's not someone that they're going to be able to meet, what does that really mean? So, meaning, kind of see some actual women that you would be able to meet, so you know that that's it is the real mm-hmm. deal. Yeah, see some photos, some uh,
1: photos and, yeah. and little mini mm-hmm. bios. Some examples. Mm-hmm. Now, what about when and the guys say,
0: "Oh, yeah, but are these girls real?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we almost outperform. So then the guys are like, "Oh, this can't be for real because these women are gorgeous." Right. But you also have to realize that we're paying recruiters handsomely to go out and recruit women. So you yes. know, um, and it's not just us. We have you know quite a few. Uh, recruiters that are out recruiting women and because we pay them well to go out there and find those women, then they're going to find the women Mm -hmm. that, you know, for example, you know, have um, like family history. I I talk a a lot about family history because, you know, if she had a great dad who she really loved and respected, will it be easier for the guy in a relationship? Yes, probably. I'm not saying it's an absolute, but, It certainly can help and especially because of a lot of our guys end up being the rescuers. They're the ones that go in and rescue the damsel in distress and she's financially floundering or she's, you know, an alcoholic and they're gonna go in and and be the savior and the rescuer. But, you know, after you do two or three of those relationships, a guy's gonna get tired. So we're gonna focus him in a different direction with a better a better type girl, that in the long run the relationship will work out.
1: That's a great point, Bradley. Because a lot of the guys that have come to us over the years, they have this specific type of uh, that they like, the looks-wise. And so, mm-hmm. for example, we'll get guys who are like born again Christians, or uh, you know, God's important in their life, but the, but the kind of girl they like the look of is like a Pam Anderson with the super big boobs, blonde hair, skinny. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. posting the selfies, posting the selfies on Facebook, that they want her to be a nice Christian girl who's down to earth at home, clean in the house. It just doesn't match up, but I can't tell you how many times I've had guys searching for that. So, um, so it's, uh, guys will get into patterns because of a certain look they like. So, uh, there's somebody we're working mm-hmm. with now that we're trying to get him off that look because he keeps going for the this one look that tends to be the girls with more emotional problems or the gold digger. And he's still taken advantage of, he never gets into a relationship. Um, So we are working with him to uh, open him up more to maybe a nice, cute girl that, you know, doesn't have to look like a center playboy centerfold that he can spend his life Mm -hmm. with, but still, you know, go to church with travel, uh, fit, uh, you know, nice looking and cute Mm -hmm. and slender. Um, so this yeah. is some of the challenges with you guys, and and I, if any of you guys are listening, think about it. Do you have those maybe patterns that are holding you back from getting into a great relationship because you're stuck on a certain uh, look or certain certain aspect?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um.
1: <clears throat> so um, then there's that. then there are guys that are so open and easy that they'll meet every single person we suggest. Uh, like one guy that we got in in Orange County. Uh, He had a year contract with us and everybody I suggested he met and his last match in his contract, that was it. They're married. They sent pictures of their beautiful wedding. He found the love of his life and, and, uh, but it was great that he had gotten to, you know, go on all those dates that year and compare and contrast. And then he finally, um, usually it won't happen on the first date. It has in the past, but usually you want to get going. You want to start getting feedback, test the waters, get, Get out there dating with us, you know, and ha- meet a few mm-hmm. people. Um, it usually, you won't find your soulmate on the first first try. Yeah. But uh, if you if you if you stay open enough, uh, trust us, uh,
0: let us do our job. Uh, we we can get you
1: into an amazing relationship. Find your soulmate
0: for you. Well, and Marla, the the best part about that story you left out that is a man that actually tried for other companies before he signed up with oh. us. So he was already, yeah, yeah Ted joined four other companies before us. So when I was speaking with him, he's like, well, how do I know you're going to be any different? I already paid four other times. And I'm like, well, I can't make any guarantees, but I certainly think you seem like a really, really great guy. And and Marla, he had a few um, uh, other relationships that only lasted like, a couple months and another one that lasted a couple months so he didn't instantly find Michelle the girl that he ended up marrying but he absolutely eventually did but it took a while I mean it it Mm -hmm. it, you know if we're lucky it happens right away but it's more likely that we're going to try a few and then finally Mm -hmm. the guy's going to find that right girl
1: yeah, and you know it has to go both ways. Now that's what we were talking about. Um, also, unrealistic expectations. If you wanted, mm-hmm. uh, I've had guys send me pictures of Victoria's Secret models and want me to track them down for them. And I'm like, one of them, I said, you know, I think she's dating Leonardo DiCaprio right now. I don't. <laughs> so uh, it's like you got to think. Can have you been dating models on your own? Can you with them on your own? So so you know we want to we want to create with you a, a strategy we want to create a vision of that special woman that's going to be by your side that's going to be have your back that's going to be loyal that you're going to have a great time with have a family if you want a family and not uh, um, just go into these fantasies that that sound great but that aren't going to lead to lead anywhere right. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's, it's very exciting. So if you, you know, think about wanting to use a matchmaker, you can check out our website, the And the link is, is in the description box in the podcast. Uh, and my website is Marla And we're happy to speak with you further. And Fred Lee can talk to you about your you know, your past relationships, find out what's been going on and where we can go forward with you. And, Fredley, tell, tell everybody about uh, the, our ideal client, the client that we work with, who would be a good fit to work with us.
0: Well, definitely someone who is, you know, ready to have a committed relationship and doesn't want to waste their time going on 100 dates. They want us to go through and find that right girl for them, or at least someone who, you know, checks all the boxes. So it's like, you know, you're not going on a date and wasting your time. Um, Mm -hmm. If they like beautiful women, you know, that's all we recruit. We don't have any girls that are, say, overweight. We don't have those. We don't have any that are disagreeable and don't have great personalities because, you know, having an easygoing fun personality and someone who's sweet is very high on most men's list. So, you know, we make sure and get that part right. And whatever happens to be on your list, that's what we're going to be focusing on. And each guy has a different list of what they're looking for. And like I said, we can show you a lot of girls that, you know, fit your parameters, that fit your location, where you're looking. And um, so you kind of know what you're going to be buying before you you know, start a program with us. And if for some reason we feel that we you aren't a good fit for us, we'll be very kind, but we just won't offer you a membership. So it's not right. like... We don't um, want to take your yeah. money if we don't
1: feel we can help mm. you. So we, we, we won't do that. Exactly. We might suggest uh, some coaching. Mm-hmm. We might suggest somebody else or some other service mm-hmm. that would work with work better with you. But because we do work with the high-end men, the more affluent men, um, mm-hmm. Busy, uh, the CEO, real estate developer, movie producer, doctor types—that's uh, our specialty. And uh, we look forward to to answering any questions and just reach out if you're if you're single, if it's time to find that right beautiful woman. And um, should
0: we give him help an 800 you. number? Would that be helpful? Well, go ahead,
1: Bradley. Give it out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's 800. 837-8107 and I actually pick up that line and it is the dating source, thedatingsource.com and um, you know say we're the number very user friendly
1: say, well,
0: say the number one more time it's, the number. it's, it's 800-837-8107 fantastic and yeah
1: is, and we're going to be yeah. doing a series of these podcasts with dating tips for you, with strategies uh, for men and women. So tune in. Uh, If you like this podcast, um, subscribe to it. You can subscribe to it on iTunes. It's on Stitcher. Uh, Like it. Follow me on Blog Talk Radio. uh, Write a review on iTunes. That would be greatly appreciated so other singles can find uh, this podcast. And uh Fredley, thank you so much for popping in and uh, look forward to Absolutely. having more conversations about this wonderful topic. All right, everybody. Much love. Until next time. It's
0: about love. Bye, Al. It's all about love. Bye. <laughs> it is. <laughs> bye.